Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 92. And I am actually not sure what I'm going to call it. I'll explain that here in a little bit. Um, This, before we get started, though, I do want to um, recommend a podcast that I have come to the point where I am looking forward to each new episode, and I've gone back and listened to a bunch of the old ones. So that meets my criteria for telling you about it because podcasts are such the perfect thing for when you want to clean and declutter and just have somebody to listen to and feel like you're not by yourself while you're doing that. Um, anyway, this one is called the happy hour. It's by Jamie Ivy. I think I found this through an Instagram post, uh, that somebody I follow maybe was a guest on there. I actually don't remember, but, uh, anyway, it's a great, podcast, Jamie does an amazing job of interviewing her guests. She just truly talks like they're just having a fun conversation and she asks great questions. And I just, I really admire her and I love the podcast and it is very much a Christian podcast and they do talk about a lot of spiritual matters. Um, but I, I just, I just love it. It's fun. It, It really is kind of a happy hour. So I did want to recommend that. Um, Also, don't forget that um, if you'd like to support this podcast, there are two different ways or multiple ways, three ways. Let's say this. You can share it with other people you know or leave a review, which helps to share it with people on iTunes. You can use my Amazon link, um, which is simply just putting into your uh, browser, your URL, Dealy Whopper line thing at the top of the browser. Um, aslobchemsclean.com slash Amazon will take you to the Amazon homepage. And then anything you get, I will get a teeny tiny little commission. So, um, and another way to support this podcast, if you would like to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash aslobchemsclean. Okay, so why I don't have a title for this. Um, I actually have started recording this podcast two other times this morning and even made it to like 15 minutes on one of them and just stopped. I just had to stop. Um, so the, the title that I was going to have was reality. What was, I don't even remember something about reality. So it's been like a whole entire, um, I don't know, 30 minutes and I can't remember. Um, something about reality and embracing the reality that I'm in right now. Um, but I, I, I think this is the analysis that I came up with as I was in the bathtub a minute ago. I think, yes, that is what I want to talk about, but I was sharing the things that I have figured out about embracing the reality that I'm living right now. But I don't think that's what I really want to talk about. Um, I kind of want to talk about things that I haven't figured out yet. And um, honestly, this is, it's kind of a spiritual thing for me. So um, I, I often mention my faith and spiritual matters. And you know, I have Giving God the Worst of Me, which is a free ebook um, that I will put in the show notes for this podcast number 92. Um, you know, so my faith, I, I feel like I'm very open about it. Um but I, I do want to let you know, because I know there are a lot of you who that kind of stuff is not your thing. Um, that is what I'm going to talk about. I'm gonna talk about the spiritual side of this. Um, and what that means for me, which spoiler alert, 
I'm not going to tell you that reading a certain verse in the Bible is going to cure your clutter problems because strangely enough, even though I kind of thought that's what God was going to do in me through this whole like deslobification process, I thought at some point he was just going to cure me of this messiness problem. Um, that is not what he's done, but he has used it in a lot of other ways in my life. Okay. So, um, just kind of where I am right now, uh, my reality. And also if I start crying, because I don't know, I've been really emotional lately because that's how these spiritual things that God works on me come out through like water from my eyes. Um, if I start crying or something, which I'm hoping I won't, but if I do, I am not about to reveal some horrible thing because there's nothing horrible. I have no diseases right now. Thank, thankfully, I'm very thankful for that. No one in my family has a horrible disease. My mother-in-law that I know a lot of you've prayed for is doing really well right now. So, I mean, really, there's there. if I start crying, don't be like, oh my goodness, she's about to tell us something big. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. So the reason I started thinking about reality was my reality right now is a little crazy. Um, okay. So just how this kind of has been going through my head. Um, as several of you have mentioned, because for real, it's ridiculous. Um, this is not something cry worthy, but like we've had so many house problems lately. Our house was built in 79 and, um, it's now 2016 and it's like everything is falling apart. So yeah, we've had several things come up. Well, one of the things is our shower is, uh, has a leak under it. And if I mentioned this when it first happened, um, then, and you actually pay attention to time, things like that, then you'll know that we basically haven't used that shower in, I don't know, probably two months, just being honest. Um, I have a guy that is supposed to be coming by here. Here's what happened is we had somebody come and look at it. He said, this is how much it costs. And we were like, wow, that's a lot. Let me call the insurance company just to see. And they were like, oh yeah, we'll totally cover they don't cover the plumbing of it, but they'll cover like damage, which if they have to rip the whole shower out, which is what the first guy said. Anyway, then they would cover like the damage to the area around it. Well, then they come out and they go, well, I don't see how it's going to cost as much as your deductible. So you probably don't want to do it through the insurance. And anyway, um, they said, we think you should get a second estimate because we feel like the first guy is giving you crazy talk. So anyway, I needed a, so that all like was basically a month in between. And then there's another month of me going, I need to call this other guy. I need to call this other guy, which I finally did day before yesterday. So he's supposed to be coming by at some point anyway. Um, so (laughs) I spent several hours yesterday morning cleaning because, um, you know, if I'm gonna have to let the plumber into my bathroom, and it's been long enough since the last time I had to let a plumber into my bathroom, um, then it needs to be, you know, cleaned again. And for me, that meant, you know, it had gotten kind of out of control. And so I spent that time cleaning my bathroom, which it's my master bathroom. So that means I have to work on my master bedroom. So blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I just spent a couple hours, it was not frantic at all. Um, which I think is kind of what I was going to talk about when I was going to talk about reality. And the reality is my house gets messy. That's who I am. Um, But the good part of that reality is the more I've removed clutter from my house and the more I've kept up with the basics like dishes and laundry um, and have those things under control, then when I do have to do, oh my goodness, I've got to clean because somebody's going to be walking through my master bedroom, 
it's not frantic. It's just a matter of straightening and picking up and putting things away and all that kind of stuff that just escapes my slob vision or is part of suffers from my slob vision, whatever. That, um, yeah, I, I don't have to be frantic. It's just a matter of picking up and cleaning up as opposed to total disaster recovery. Okay, so that's kind of what I was going to talk about. But I think here here's what's actually going on is I was thinking about my reality is I do crazy things. Um, and here here's the thing. I hear this, this is traditional organizing advice. And I feel like this is the tipping point between people who either fall into traditional organizing advice and benefit from that, meaning they're just normal, but everybody struggles with organization stuff at different times in their life. And so, you know, they're the ones who go into traditional organizing advice. And then there's the tipping, the other side of the tipping point, which is the people who need me. Okay. Because traditional organizing advice just does not make any sense to them. And here, here's where I feel like that tipping point is. I hear this a lot from traditional organizing advice. You can't function in a messy space. My number one complaint about that is somebody trying to explain to me that I need to get organized because guess what? I've always known that and I've never needed anybody to tell me that, um, did you know that you have clutter? Um, yeah, I know that. Okay, thanks. Um, but I, I hear this a lot. Like I hear it a ton. You, you know, anyway, you, you have to get organized to be able to function. Well, I honestly think that that dividing point, that tipping point is that people like me can function in clutter. And that's part of our problem. That's part of my problem is I can do I can throw myself into working on the bills while my house is a total disaster and dishes are piled in the sink. I can throw myself into putting together a play complete with detailed rehearsal schedules and job assignments for 300 people. I can do that in the midst of a messy house. That's part of my problem. That's why my house is messy because I throw myself into that stuff while my house is just getting out of control. Um, And then the people who that is totally true for, which I honestly think is probably the majority. I think I'm the minority, but that's fine because there's obviously enough of us we know now that there's a need for us to, you know, be talking about this. But the majority, yeah, they do need to get those things under control before they can focus on things. But it doesn't really affect my ability. Yes, it's easier when things are under control. Yes, I love it. I feel more peaceful. I get all of that. But I can function in the midst of a mess. Okay. All right. So that's kind of what got me thinking about this. The other thing, you know, and and that made me think about my reality being that life changes. The minute I think I have something under control, life changes. I've got a kid going to high school next year. So we're, we've made a high school schedule already. That's crazy talk. You know, I've got a kid going into junior high next year. So we're, you know, dealing with putting together a junior high schedule right now. Um, The minute you think, and I don't like to say you, but the minute someone, the minute I think that, okay, I've got this figured out. Things change outside of my control. I think that's why 
you know, yes, I can throw myself into stuff, but as a mom, it gets harder and harder because it's not just me and my throwing myself into things. It's the five people who live in my home and all their different things that yes, I have some responsibility over, um, because I have to get them there or I have to make sure, you know, that whatever, um, I have to sign things. I have to blah, 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 whatever. Um, so my reality is that reality is never going to stay the same forever. So yes, daily tasks. Oh my goodness. If I can just run the dishwasher at some point during the day, every single day, it will keep it from being a total disaster. It's not going to make it perfect, but it'll keep it from being a disaster. So when I have to clean it up, then I'm able to do it without, you know, digging myself out of the mess. I'm just cleaning it up. Um, anyway, so that's kind of what I was thinking about. Um, But here's the real thing for me. And this is where the spiritual thing comes in. Y'all, I never wanted to write about cleaning and organizing. Like, I started blogging because I wanted to write. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to encourage women. This is how it happened. I started writing about cleaning and organizing And through much resistance on my part, God showed me that this is what he wanted me to write about all along. And this is what he wanted to use to help me encourage other people. Um, I think some of my struggle right now comes from the fact that it's feeling out of my control. I have control issues. When my oldest went to kindergarten, I was miserable for about six weeks just, I mean, (laughs) he would come home and say, Miss so-and-so said, blah, blah, blah. Miss so-and-so said, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Miss so-and-so can just, um, because I was used to being the woman who spoke into his life, you know, and all of a sudden there was this other woman who was actually a amazing, awesome teacher, wonderful person, um, who was speaking into his life and whose advice he was taking. And it was a control issue for me. And there was also the issue, you know, he came home and they had had a, a drill, which I hate these, but I'm also glad they do them a drill where they all had, you know, they came over the loudspeaker and said some code and they all had to go hide in the bathroom, you know, so there was 19 kindergartners and a teacher in the bathroom. Um, and then, you know, somebody flushes the toilet and they all start giggling or whatever. Um, you know, and I just remember him telling me about that and me trying to keep the calm mama face on while really struggling with the fact that I was not there to protect him. This was the first time ever that he was consistently away from me under the care and protection of someone else. And I talked to a friend whose kids were older and I just told her what I was struggling with. And she said, you know what, Dana? She said, you've never been the one protecting him. It's always been God protecting him. And So the issue wasn't so much that I couldn't protect him. It's that I wanted to be in control. I really struggle with control issues. You know, my friend who um, did my nails for, I know this is a a rambling one, but it just is what it is. Um, My friend who did my nails for when I was on that um, TV show, when I was on World News Now a week and a half ago, um, I thought that she was going to do my nails at church after the kids were, you know, after the Wednesday night stuff that we do. Um, 
Instead, she was thinking she was coming to my house. Well, I wasn't prepared. Anyway, she's great. She knows all my issues. She's super organized. But she just said, she's like, this doesn't bother me. My dining room table was, I had to shove things to the side so we could do my nails. Um, But she said, you know, this doesn't bother me because it's not my stuff. Like, my stuff, I know where it has a place. And... So I know it's out of place, but this is not my stuff. So I don't know if it has a place and I don't know, you know, whatever. It just didn't bother her. And I was like, well, you know, but in her house, it would make her crazy. And I'm like, well, this here doesn't bother me because I'm, I, this sounds crazy. I still feel like I'm in control because I know what needs to be done and I know I'll do it at some point. So it doesn't bother me right now which makes no sense. I get that. That's part of my issue. But ultimately what I'm saying is I'm having control issues. As I have this book that's coming out in November, I have no idea if, I mean, I think some of y'all will read it because you're my people. Um, I, I don't know who's going to read it. I do know that I'm so glad I wrote it because it's the book that I needed. Um, you know, writing the book yes, I had a book proposal. So I had a total outline. But once I got started writing it, I started freaking out like, okay, what, what does this book need to be? And I prayed about it a lot. And I said, Okay, God, what does this book need to be? And what I just kept feeling God was telling me was just meet people's needs. That's it. Just meet people's needs. Don't stress about being profound. Don't stress about being amazing. Just meet people's needs you know what their needs are? Cause, um, hello, they're my needs. Just not his needs, my needs. I forget which person I'm speaking as right now. But anyway, that basically was what I tried to do with this book. But I have, so I, I, I know it's going to meet the needs of, of the people who need it. You know, my prayer now is it'll get in the hands of the people who actually need this book. But you know, it's, it's kind of that it's out of my control. Um, because I have a real publisher. It's not like an ebook where if I felt like things were starting to get out of control, I would just stop it. Um, it, it could be a total flop, which is fine. It could be mediocre. It could be great. It could, I just think it's the issue of things being out of my control. That is really, really difficult for me. And if you've read my blog all the way through, which I know a lot of you have, um, I am so rambly this time, but one of the things I've done is hold back a lot because I want my life and my family and my family's life to look a certain way. And I don't mean I don't mean like appearances. I mean, I want us to have dinner around the table together every night. You know, I have all those picnic recipes because when we go to the ballpark, which we aren't going to the ballpark anymore because my boys have both decided to stop baseball and pursue other things, which is just part of growing up. But I loved baseball. Um, But anyway, you know, instead of being you know, I would, I would do picnic suppers so that we would still eat together every night. Like I, that's my kind of control that I want. I want the control of, um, you know, making sure that my kids have, um, time away from electronics. I mean, I don't know what I'm trying to say here other than 
I like to, I'm, I've always been passionate about intentional parenting and intentional home life, which is part of why there was such a disconnect with my house being so messy, but you know, intentional living and controlling what our family's life looks like. I mean, that's, that's my feeling. Um, I mean, that's my, that's my passion, my thing, but what God's been dealing with me on is he might have other ideas than what I have. And I know his ideas are better. Oh my goodness. I'm so thankful that this is the blog I have. I am so grateful that I did not write about parenting or write about, you know, whatever else. But so I I know that I know his plans are better for me than my own plans that I have for myself. But he's just dealing with me on, you know what, you might have to travel. I mean, when I went to New York, a week and a half ago, I'll just be honest, I was so excited to go. I mean, New York how cool, right? I mean, seriously, New York City, that's where like friends and Seinfeld and all those people lived, even though they really shot it in LA, but whatever. Um, you know, it's just like New York. Ah! Um, but I went and although it was really fun to go, I got back on Monday and I did not feel human again until Thursday. And my first reaction to that was, okay, well, you know what? I can't do stuff like this because it just makes, it just makes life hard. And, um, it's harder for me to orchestrate how things are going to go in my life when I'm this exhausted. But God has really been dealing with me on, you know what? Your life may not look the way you thought it was going to look. Whether that means I travel more or whether that means this book is a huge flop and people hate it. And so my website dies. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's like, whatever that means, I need you. This is God talking. I need you, Dana, to trust me to do with your life, whatever I want to do with your life. And that might include your husband and your kids and their lives looking different than you wanted to orchestrate their lives to look like. I don't know. Sometimes. Okay, so I'm reading a book right now. It's called Anything and it's by Jenny Allen, J-E-N-N-I-E. And um, she has the same publisher that I have. My book is not a Christian book. It um, is general market, but we have the same publisher who is um, a Christian publisher. So her book is called Anything. And in it, she talks about just that praying that prayer. Okay, God, whatever you want to do, I will give you anything. And I think what it comes down to for me is my hardest anything is control. Controlling how things are going to go and I'm struggling because it's out of my hands. You know, I have people doing things that involve me that I don't necessarily get to say no. I mean, obviously I can say no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, 
putting things out there that isn't all within my little grasp and my control. And looking at, to me, what it comes down to is looking at what, what is the consistency that I can control while letting things around me happen with the house. It's doing the dishes. Okay. If I can just control that, then when things around me happen, like my oldest goes into high school at the same time, my middle goes into junior high. And that means we're going to have a seventh grade football game one night a week. We're going to have a ninth grade football game another night a week. And then on Friday nights, we're going to be going to the varsity games because the ninth grader will be in the band. I'm like, oh my word, for real? (laughs) That's crazy talk. That's three nights of my weeks committed. While at the same time, I might have to travel. And I'm not a mama who's willing to miss stuff. So it's just going to get crazy. And maybe I will miss something here and there, even though I'm going to do my very best not to let that happen. Um, but it, it's just those things being out of my control. And so it's like, what is the consistent part within that? It's the doing laundry on Mondays or this week it was on a Tuesday. But because I had Monday set as a laundry day, that made me actually go, okay, well, then I need to make it a different day. Not just, oh, well, we're just going to be low on laundry like we always used to be. Um, or doing the dishes every day. If I will do those things, then it's like I can handle the crazy reality that goes around it. Um, if I can, if I can stick with my daily Bible study, then that kind of stuff is where God actually kind of not kind of, it's, it's where I'm able to go, okay, this is the thing God is telling me over and over and over again is I want you to give me everything. I want to get you to give me every part of your life, even if that means things don't look exactly the way that you want to control them and make them look. Um, okay. I'm sorry for this rambling one. Um, I don't know that I'm sorry. I just, I, this is what, as I was taking my bath a minute ago going, I don't know why I can't seem to finish this podcast. This is just what I felt like I needed to say. Um, sorry if it was a downer for you, but at the same time, I I will tell you, I here, here's how spiritual things go for me. I wrestle. Um, I, God will start dealing with me on an issue And, um, I'm sure you've seen this if you've read through the blog, but God will start dealing with me on an issue and I will resist because it's like, no, 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 that's not the idea that I had. And he will continue to deal with me. And once I finally let it go, there's such amazing, unexplainable peace, that whole peace that passes all understanding, meaning I can't explain it, but that peace is so beautiful and I am so thankful for that piece. Speaking of, I'm just going to say something that I don't know if I should say this or not, but okay. So I started listening to the happy hour with Jamie Ivy, and I really love it. Um, she talks to a lot of women who are doing amazing spiritual things. 
speaking and writing on spiritual topics. And I'm just going to say it. I came to this point after I'd listened to several, I was just really jealous because that's what I'd rather write about than cleaning and organizing. And I just talked to God and I said, am I ever going to get to write about that stuff? Am I, am I ever going to get to explore those kinds of things? Am I, you know, I, that's so much something I would prefer to write about than cleaning and organizing. And I said, what if, what if I never get to reach people on that subject, you know, where I feel like I've got something to say. I mean, you probably can't tell it from this rambly podcast, but you know, I feel like I've got something to say. And, and I really struggled with that for about a week. It kind of sent me into a funk. Honestly, I was just kind of like, I am irritated that why did I have to go this dumb old cleaning and organizing route? I mean, this is, this is so much less important, honestly, than spiritual matters. Spiritual matters are way more important. And I'm stuck writing about cleaning and organizing. And over time, because this is how it usually goes, I kind of pout and whine for a while. And then finally, I listen to what God is telling me through the things I'm reading in the Bible or just through prayer and moments of meditation um, on the Bible. God was just like, you know what? They're reaching their people and you're reaching your people. So I'm just going to be super honest and let y'all know that, yes, I'm passionate about writing, about cleaning and organizing. I am passionate about giving people real, um, tools that are based in reality that can apply to all different sorts of reality to actually get your home decluttered and get all that. But my real concern is where you are spiritually. No, I don't bring that up a lot. This is an unusual podcast and that I'm talking about this and boy, believe me, I'm thinking, I wonder if this is gonna be somebody's first podcast they hear. Um, but that's ultimately my prayer for you. When I do pray for those people who read my blog, who read my book, I I want you to know that I'm only doing this because this is what God has asked me to do. I'm only talking about this and letting myself be put out there as somebody who, I mean... Letting myself be called a cleaning expert is not like, woohoo, I'm fooling everybody. It's more like, oh my goodness, seriously, how do people keep calling me this? But that's why I want to stay honest on the blog so that people know, okay, this is the perspective I'm coming from, just so you don't think I have it all figured out. But the reason that I'm doing this is because this is what God has asked me to do. And ultimately, my desire is that you'll see God living in me because that's what he gives us. That relationship with him is not just something we pray, but it's like actually the Holy Spirit living in believers. Um, I pray that you'll see that and 
that you will want that for yourself. And if you ever have questions, you can email me at, I actually got a new email address set up. It's Dana at aslobcomesclean.com because somebody said that's more professional. But if you, you know, if you ever want to email me questions about that, great. I would love to talk to you about it. Or if you want to um, read my ebook, that's totally free, Giving God the Worst of Me. I think it's still funny. Um, but that that's my, that's my ultimate desire in everything that I do. And um, I am anti-pretending. And so I don't want you to ever think that I'm trying to reel you in with something. No, nope, it's just God has seriously asked me. He's like, you know what? I, I don't need you to be the person talking about spiritual stuff. I've got them over there. They're talking about that. That's what I've asked them to do. That's not what I've asked you to do. I've asked you to talk about cleaning and organizing because I need you to meet people's needs that are not being met in other ways. And you know that because you had the same needs and they weren't being met in other places. This is what I have for you to do right now. Who knows what he's going to have me do later, but this is what he's asking me to do right now. But I just want to make sure that I encourage you to ask God what he has you has for you to do. What is your reality right now? Because trying to control my reality basically just makes me frustrated, basically just makes me miserable. But instead saying, okay, I'm going to embrace the reality that I have right now and do what I know to do, which spiritually is read the Bible and pray and physically is do the dishes and do the laundry, do what I need to do. Then that's where the good things happen around in that. I'm still not sure what I'm going to call this podcast, but it is podcast number 92 and I will make show notes for it and let you um, do that. And let's all hope that next week's podcast is a little bit funnier. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.